Hello and welcome to the Ringo Zone, where eagles are turning people into horses. Now, let me Evan, tell you something. Evan, did you drink my ginger ale? Evan, did you drink his ginger ale? I'm not gonna lie. I drank his ginger ale. You I sit don't... in your fucking tower, and you look down on those beverages which aren't yours, and you say, I will have that, thank you muchly. If you don't know what we're referencing, go on YouTube and search The Eagles Are Turning People Into Horses, the movie. And yes. after that, Google some things you're into. Have yourself a nice little you time. Yeah, just, yeah, just you know, have a you day. Google some nice They're videos. They're telling you to masturbate. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what we're doing. So, Max, I'm Max. Like and Jewish, speaking, Max, and speaking that voice of was your indulging. Jewish Zordon from Power Rangers. <laughs> what? No, it's just, it's just a voice I do. Anyways, no, so I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's what the voice is. It's just silly. Fuck you. Okay. Uh, hey. It's not Zordon. I'm Max. And speaking the, of the floating. The wrong as Evan. The other guy is Randy. And speaking of floating Howdy. body parts like Zordon's floating head, I'm not oh. going to do a shitty. Uh, segue like Dylan. We're just going to talk about the episode, which is Warp Tour, which oh, I know yeah. because you Randy, looked at some words. Look within you. You've been making shitty segues all along. Oh no! Uh. Shit! All right, so Warp Tour. Let's uh, let's talk about this. <laughs> First of all, Stephen, his allergies. That that stuff, dude. That like, really resonates with me. Yo, no, I live, same. I, I like, live in Atlanta. Like, like and, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys. Uh, and Randy can attest to this because he used to live here. The yes. pollen count here is fucking goddamn absurd, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, like, like, oh no, it is obscene. How like much a normal, like, like okay, a here's high... the thing. A lot of people don't realize this because they don't live in that area. But if you leave, if you don't have a garage and you leave your car out during the spring, I don't care what color you bought that car. It is now yellow. <laughs> no, that's okay. One time I was playing a game. I was we were playing uh, a game of Ultimate Frisbee. Um, uh, you know, freshman year of college, because that's what you're supposed to do when you're a freshman in college. Right, that's what college kids do. Absolutely. They but make up sports. It literally, okay, it literally started, like, snowing pollen. I I got home, and my clothes were covered in this just yellow, disgusting dust. Oh, my God, that, that reminds me. So one time, uh, back when I was growing up in Pennsylvania, uh, I went to the fucking Wawa, which I don't know if you guys know, Wawa is, like, the best chain of convenience stores ever, but it's only yeah, like you, Pennsylvania and New Jersey. And uh, they have a fucking like touchscreen order thing where I ordered a meatball sub, and it was delicious. My story wasn't related at all. So Stephen's allergies. <laughs> no, but and then another. Time. And then but, another thing. But we... yeah, my point is a normal like when something's high in a normal state, <laughs> the pollen count is like four hundred. I think something like that. I think so. Something like that. What is it in Georgia? I can't remember. Uh, Too high. Whatever it is, I imagine. Wait, no, sorry. Uh, in Georgia, it's like a thousand. Oh, yeah. fun. Yeah, it's, it's fucking it's insane. Not fun. It's not fun. 250%. Red is like 400, like that area. That's when it gets red. Mm -hmm. And a thousand is where we're at, so... It's disgusting, and I had a little bit of a... And, like, I connected with Steven on an emotional level through this episode, and none of it had to do with the fact that no one believed him about the Warpads. It was all the pollen. <laughs> no, make no mistake. Nobody believes Randy. Nobody believes me when I say I have pollen allergies. But I, I had to get... I had to get... If you'll hear this little rattly noise, that's... <laughs> Randy, quit... Quit pretending you have allergies. Randy, quit shaking your fucking baby rattle and pretending what? you have a medical condition. <laughs> Just to fit it, come on. God, asshole. God, I'm the I'm the per I'm the person that Tumblr yells about. I have chronic bronchitis. You're just fucking 
Like you're, you're like a typical fucking, cis white male scum. No, you're like those fucking people who pretend to be like Navy SEALs. It's like stolen honor or stolen glory or whatever it's called. Where stolen the valor. Honor in stolen valor. That's it. I Randy, have, you're fucking stolen valoring allergies. I, I said this again. I said this when we were watching the episode, but it resonates again. You guys love creating situations just to spite me. You create. We create situations to spite everybody. That's true. That's true. There's there's nary a situation that is created here in this podcast that someone is not on the receiving end of. And like exactly. it's weird. Like, like the way fuck. I just said nary, I'm gonna be on the receiving end of that one. Yeah, remember the time Evan said nary? What a fucking dick. <laughs> fucking like fuck that. But yeah, like okay, like so. Trying to keep anyway, this... <laughs> the episode. And then I we get. How... Like, the creation of, like, or, well, the ship bait for Perlmethyst, more of it occurred in this Oh episode. my god, it's just... And, like, to be fair, they did draw Pearl with a face like she was orgasming. It's true, oh. and then Amethyst did blush back. I won't... I'm not saying... I'm not condoning the behavior, I'm just explaining where it comes from. Uh, but, yeah, then Steven, like... I'm just saying, if you get in a lesbian relationship with Pearl, you don't need a strap on. And we finally get to see. Damn, okay, this is the first. Spear. first spear. I think this well, is the first episode the nose, we saw the okay. inside of the warp pad. I think this is the first episode we saw. That we that. saw the inside of it. Yeah, I think, I think haven't we just seen it in like the intro always? Well, no, well, like not, not the inside. Well, not the inside. You see them like... warping away, but you see oh, okay, that they're right, kind of floating right. in this pillar of light. Yeah, I think you're right. And then, uh, and then, Steven, like a goddamn fucking like like absent-minded astronaut sneezes and like flies out of the border of the pillar and i gotta say like the design of warp space is kind of yeah randy cool. it's true that's happened to a lot of astronauts i hear yuri gargarin almost didn't make it into space because of that yeah he went through the you know the warp pad that our planets are just littered with and he floated out of that pillar of light anyway i'm gonna stop not being funny and his, be informative. You know I am funny? dedicated Speaking to not, of not being funny, funny tonight. <laughs> mac and cheese in the fridge. Oh my god, what the f- that so, was the yeah, most so contrived setup for a so This weird... is something that I raised. So, yeah. like, so obviously they're doing the whole like Kraft macaroni and cheese in a box thing, which is delicious. Exists. Fair, obviously. You know? Obviously. And, Especially if it's the shape kind. You don't refrigerate that shit. It's not perishable. It's fucking like dried noodles and powder you just leave it in the cabinet so first that's like why ration. is amethyst that's like bomb shelter like that's like putting the milk in before the cereal like, like what if the you fuck play are you Fallout doing and like you see like the blamco mac and cheese is like one of the food items that's like a thing yeah it is a thing yeah so, you're like oh shit this is safe because it doesn't goddamn need to be refrigerated and it amethyst. only has a few radons on it yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> i'll take some rads for this this is worth it exactly we need to by the way can we start a petition to get uh steven universe shaped mac and cheese I see a lot of petitions on the internet, and Amazing. all of them are worthless, except that one. No, yeah, that, that okay, would be a good okay, one. Okay, I actually would be, because that show is rifled with simple shapes that are very So you've got that Garnet, very square symbolic. head, you've got a star, you've got Steven's face. Oh my god, it's you got a, sort of like gems. You've got a triangle for Pearl's a nose. Gem, you've got Pearl's spear, like, or no, Rose's sword. Van. She she has a spirit. Well, she has a sword, but she she conjures a spirit. Uh, guys, let me tell you about one of the saddest experiences of my life. Is it mac and cheese related? It yeah. is. Okay, good. I ordered I was about craft to macaroni and cheese for like grocery delivery. Yeah, and like 
on the website, they advertise as like Phineas and Ferb shapes, and I'm like, oh, sweet, that's awesome. Fuck yeah. And then I got it, and it was minions shapes, and I just cried. Uh, although, three it, days. that is better. That is better than ordering shaped kind and then just giving you the goddamn noodle kind. I like the oh. noodle kind. Oh, uh, the noodle, no, the noodle kind is fine. It's fine. But it's like, it's like, it's like, um, like. It's a, like in the same way that the McDonald's cheeseburger is fine. A reminder to all of our <laughs> listeners that we are ostensibly adults. <laughs> so far, <laughs> debating the best shape. So of far, craft we have discussed. Yes. No, but like, like that's the thing. <laughs> on a podcast and on a children's show. Yeah, <laughs> an appropriate forum for mac and cheese debates. Dylan, make the fucking thumbnail just like either amethyst eating the cheese packets or Stephen with macaroni and nothing. One of the or, two, or just the uh, uh, just. The uh, the Kraft mac and cheese dinosaur. That's a George Cheese-a-saurus Bush killed Rose Quartz. <laughs> he has a name, Evan. God, what was it? It's Cheeseosaurus Rex. Cheeseosaurus. Oh, you're right. I'm so sorry. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah. Also, uh, getting back to Steven Universe now, but still on mac and cheese. In addition, they already keep the cheese packs separated, so Amethyst could just fucking get to them. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, like wrong. they like like. Either like because you see a box in the <laughs> thing that it says cheese on it, and there's no like you don't I guess like you just see her toss like a packet and then she gets another one, which means that clear yeah they're clearly already separated from the noodles, and like what it's the, just I just sacrilege. like I'm trying to rack my brain how they're setting this like food containment up that that situation is just like streamlined for her, and it's, I just and it hurts. I just need to look up something. I need to look up who the fuck... Uh, okay, so this episode was by Paul and Raven. Paul and Raven, I'm fucking calling you out. Critical research failure. Learn how macaroni and cheese works. God <laughs> damn. Fucking, you need to do your goddamn mac and cheese homework. You don't deserve to be Imagine? on network that television is really funny. I if do you love, can't get such uh, basic details right. I do love when, like... There is, like, a perfectly well-rounded, competent person that just has a huge gap of missing knowledge. You know what I mean? Who's... Okay, hold on. Seinfeld. Uh, who's fucking... Oh, my God. What's Kramer? his name? No, not Kramer. Why am George. I... George. Yeah, George. It's like that George... Uh, like, the thing that George does where he breaks up with a girl... Where he breaks up with a woman for a super minute thing that, yeah. like, is absolutely... Like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. How's Sorry, I don't think you meant George. I think you meant the entire cast of that show every episode. Well, yeah, but it's like it's what's George's last name again? Because it's Costanza? like Costanza. Yeah, you, yeah, like have you ever pulled a Costanza where you like you stop interacting with somebody over a super minute thing? You like, mean it's, like it's she not... has a really annoying laugh, so you put together an elaborate plan with your <laughs> friends where you pretend that eagles are turning people into horses? Exactly like that. I was <laughs> I was thinking it. It was going inside my brain the moment I thought of breaking up with somebody for stupid reason. And I'm like, no, I gotta keep it on Seinfeld because that's where my brain thought was going. She had and we can't hands? go back to the horses. <laughs> we can always go back to the horses, right? Which, uh, uh, let me let me uh, get even more off topic. Do you guys watch SNL over the weekend? No, I no I one no does one anyone watch. watch SNL anymore. Good point. Uh, well, I don't know. There's some really good talent on there. Well, Beck okay, and Kyle here's the thing. Really I don't watch SNL like you just on a week to week basis. Yeah, I go. I see. I wait on YouTube until one of the sketches trends, and okay. then I watch yeah, that I one. Yeah, I very rarely watch any of their. Well, stuff. okay. First of all, you're missing some. You're missing some awesome Beck and Kyle sketches because those don't often trend because they're not pushing them as hard, even though they uh, are fucking genius. But 
but uh, the you said but <laughs> twice. But there was a there was a, a Julia Louise Dreyfus. She hosted the show this past yeah. weekend, <laughs> and um, she did an Elaine impression, and I was like, "This is not that satisfying because Elaine is like you." Yeah, it's not really a character. <laughs> Great story, Evan. Beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Beautiful. God damn it. Uh, let's just, this, just edit in a huge throng of applause. Of applause. Of my the applause. whole crowd. Just like that like 3D movie theater applause, you know? The- yeah. <laughs> Does anyone fucking do that in the movie theater? Or like a vaudeville. Like, that happened applause? at the end of um fucking when I went to see Batman v Superman, the audience applauded. Oh, nice. By the way, I finally saw Zootopia today, like a month after it's been out. Yeah, I saw it like a week and a half ago. It's good. It's super fucking overrated. I'm like, okay, I get it. Disney did racism that does not make this their best movie. No, it does. You're right. But what people say is people that are they did uh, a and very, very Also, you know what's funny? Like, I guess this is a spoiler warning for Zootopia. I love how Zootopia Spoilers. is like, fucking racism is wrong and stereotyping is wrong and assuming people because of what they are is wrong. Except the Timberwolves. Fuck the wolves. All wolves how. We're enforcing that stereotype. Racism is <laughs> wrong except against wolves. <laughs> oh, I have, a theory. I have a theory that Liam Neeson secretly directed this and he, he and he 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 thought that when he filmed the gray he was filming a documentary and he hates wolves and so he decided to make the wolves the fucking scapegoats <laughs> but no like in serious like there's a film the, like film theory the youtube channel did it about this and that zootopia is secretly like a metaphor for the the crack cocaine conspiracy conspiracy about how like the crack like crack is like suppressing the FBI created crack to like suppress, suppress the lower black people. Yeah, yeah. There's the theory that that's, that's what a really Zootopia good is. About that. I think I know which one you're talking about. I haven't. I haven't. It's I the only FBI cocaine sketch they've done. So. I love Cam Peel. Like, hey just, guys, you you know how there was a character introduced in this episode of Steven Universe? Was it yeah. Key? Let's was not it, talk was about it, that. Uh, Let's was just it talk that about dude. Okay. Calls for no. pizzas? When key yeah. when key came through the warp pad, I fucking lost it. I was <laughs> when like, he was playing his uh, <laughs> when he was playing his fat guy that calls for pizzas. Pretend that's, yes. that, that's um that's one of Peel's characters, but yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. God damn it. Yeah. You, you, yeah, no, like, you mean he's the one who does all the, the fat guy calls for pizzas? Stuff. You mean you mean you mean Bernardo? black me just uncomfortably <laughs> reminds me of me? <laughs> oh yeah, she's super hot. She's a ten. Can I, can I talk to her? Oh god, Claire's dead. Exactly. Isn't that such a me move? Like, <laughs> I I would pay good money to watch you do that move. Like, <laughs> hello. Yes, I'm calling about my Superman Fortress of Solitude. Oh, also, can we? Like, speaking of like weird, uncomfortable situations, can we yes. discuss like? Steven just straight up like accepting the sweet cold embrace of death. Okay, so that's like something I brought up because like yeah. I've never seen that on a kid's show where the child character is just like, well, I'm I going guess to I'm going- give up and die now. <laughs> I fucked up and now I am dead. Yes, siree. Here I go to shuffle off the mortal coil. <laughs> just the cold, horrible death. <laughs> suffocation and freezing drifting off into space for me that's my lot in the oh, hey, five look, seconds lesbian. that remains of life <laughs> oh hey look a tall lesbian saved me 
Oh yeah. Also, that is one of the most like sweetest, sincere moments in the show as well. When Garnet saves him, oh definitely, and he's like crying his eyes out, and you just kind of see Garnet reach up under her sunglasses and wipe something away, and I'm just like, oh, she cares. Yeah. It's like it's it's those little moments that make Garnet like a great character in my opinion because. Well, like, after the return and jailbreak, and she kind of became, like, she became known as the Fusion, and, like, it was confirmed, they kind of gave her a lot more emotion, but, like, this was one of those moments in, like, the first season where she's just, like, she's the they show and crack she has, in the facade. Yeah, the crack in the facade, which is great, and I love that, well, I love those moments that Garnet has in the first season, and this being one of them. And then fucking Pearl and Amethyst come in and ruin the moment. Yeah. Except Amethyst is kind of the one who helped initiate it. Yeah. Because she was the one that heard the warpad in the first place. Somehow, because she was already like out of the house and presumably halfway down the beach. Yeah, yeah w- w- whatever the fuck she was doing. She said later in an episode she just likes to pee on be in the beach, so that might have been what she was doing. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She loves Although, peeing outside. What, what, which was saying... also a Paradox episode, oddly <laughs> enough. Oh, uh, let's not talk about that. Um, what I do want to talk about, actually, I do love the whole, like, kind of Steven versus Pearl challenging authority subplot. Oh, God, yeah. Like, <laughs> just because it's actually, a shame we haven't seen it since, and I really do kind of want to see more of, like... We haven't ever seen Steven be rebellious. Like, like, not in the sense that he's just being a petty, like, an actual petty child, to yeah. a degree. We haven't ever seen that. Like, he's always been, like, reasonably upset or, like, kind of like, oh... But I know that, like, oh, I'm mad, but I understand the status quo. Like, he's actually legitimately mad at them. You know, and it's interesting because, you know, on one hand, like, I get a lot of the appeal to the show is, like, they get along. They don't fall into the same argument and bickering cliches that everybody else does. Well, they also and do it over things, and over again. Yeah, That's not what, to say they don't argue or bicker because they yeah. definitely do. Yeah, but, but like, it's, not a but lot. it's and, justified yeah. and it's not, like repetitive like oh lord oh lord steven up to it's his shenanigans like over if, and over well, again it's not like if you're like me and you've been watching arrow season four and you just uh. want to kill yourself you know <laughs> not like that i haven't caught up i on think that. it's kind of like i haven't caught up because, because the care okay so i think the, it works really well because the it's such a character driven show yeah and the characters kind of you know go their own way so they really only grind when they you know when they intersect like yes when, when one character just wants to directly go against the others, and because those are organic and natural, that's why the show really, uh, yeah, really. Extends. That's how it shines. No, because, I, I agree. Like, yeah. like it's like like when you have a plot-driven show, it's like the character like arguments can still be meaningful because they can add to the plot. But when it's a character-driven show like this, you have to like sparse it out, and you have to make these interactions that are like negative mean something or else it's just kind of going to seem like this really samey material over and over again that is just yeah. contrived to create drama. But that said, I really would love to see kind of more like Steven directly against the rest of the gems and like in, you know, not in like the fucking ocean gem, like, no, I'm running away with the mirror. I'm sorry way. But like this, like aggressive, like fuck you. I am right a lot of the time. Like stop treating you like a kid. And on one hand, you know, like I said, it is really good. The show's really good about kind of like avoiding that when it's cliche. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see a bit more of it, and I would like to see not like Steven turns into a and this teenager. Is, yeah, and this episode <laughs> just is just proof like Steven, that he can do like, that. Yeah, just like show us more of the fire in Steven. Because here's like something that kind of that just really 
uh, pisses me off <laughs> a lot of the time is um this like conception that like anger is completely toxic and like it's an evil emotion and everything and like anger is not anger is a very complex and multifaceted emotion and it can be a negative thing but it can also be a very positive force it's kind of like uh you know inside out they're like anger is concerned with making sure that things are fair and that people don't really view it like that enough and so like i think it would be that, that that's kind of one of the things like me i curse all the fucking time so <laughs> it doesn't matter but if i like never cursed and then i just said fucking for the first time in that sentence that would be weird so that's the thing i want to see like i want to see steven getting angry because we don't see it very often so when he does it has a lot of impact and i think it could lead to some really interesting moments obviously that means do it very sparingly but i think it'd just be kind of like a great way to show some character growth in that he does need to i think kind of as he grows into his own path and like this new way that never came from being thousands of years old or being from homeworld or anything just like I think it is kind of important that we see Steven start to butt heads with the gems a bit more. Mm-hmm. And like, it, and it, it's this kind of like I love that Steven is like actually being stubborn because if it was another one of those, oh, Steven's kind of passively upset by something. Yeah. Like this plot wouldn't have the plot of this episode would not have happened. So and and it, the like again with the whole organic character interaction thing, it's not just like. It's not just a thing like Steven is randomly mad about this. Like, obviously, this has been building up because... Well, and it builds up over the episode. Yeah, and this yeah, is like up the bratty Steven who's like, I need a ranger guy figure. It's yeah. like something yeah. important. This is yeah, Steven. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the thing that... Uh, a thing I wanted to bring up is Garnet is like... This is kind of the first episode, I think... I, I, you know, if you're listening to this and you think that I'm wrong, fucking... Or you know we're wrong because we're just you not know thinking Evan's about wrong, the episode. tell us and also hit him with a rock. You yes. are... You are more than welcome to throw any kind of rock at me. But yes. uh, I believe this is the first episode where uh, Garnet really, or any of the Crystal Gems, addressed Steven <laughs> as a Crystal Gem. I think, well, well and was this like before a, and then not just, the uh, you have to learn, not just, uh, you have to learn to be a Crystal Gem way. Like, yeah. there's a line at the end where Garnet's like, hey, you're one of us too, I should have listened to you. Yeah, you exactly. are part of the team. It's yeah. also like the first time I you ever, I think, really see Garnet addressing steven like straight up like stand down yeah like that was interesting because we don't actually see her do that a lot no like never like we see her do it to amethyst and pearl mm-hmm. but never to steven so um yeah <coughs> i don't know and i guess here's like i keep jokingly saying let's not talk about paradox but honestly it's just like there's like, nothing to fucking say about it because we've had her entire character arc, oh, like a like, huge character okay. arc at this point. All the all the and, funny like shit we have uh, to say about Peridot and the lack of character she had aside, when she showed up in this episode, like uh, like to, I I can't say firsthand because I kind of experienced Steven Universe post Return to Jailbreak, so yeah. I kind of already knew about all this stuff. But I imagine for people who watch the show, like this has been a show that's been like fo- primarily about Earth, and we've seen the big eye, and we just think, oh, you know, this is kind of like weird alien stuff that happens. But when they're like, that's a fucking gem. 
that's a gem that somehow got to this planet. Like that must have been a big thing for. Th- and that's, that's right, because I remember at the time there was this conception that the crystal gems were like the only gems alive. Yeah, and that like all the other gems were either like dead. Maybe there was an extinction thing, and there were yeah. only corrupt gems left to, for them to fight. But like, though we didn't know about corrupt gems yet either. Yeah. Yeah, and but it's just it's because you know it's like. It's kind of weird to me to talk about like oh back in those days we we're back in the day. Wait, wait, hold yeah. on. I might be wrong and we stupid wore eleven on our belts. This episode, did this episode it's tied an onion to your belt. Get the fucking reference right, you shit. I was kind of going off the rails, but if, if we're gonna knock me for Simpsons quotes, we're gonna knock me for Simpsons quotes. Did, did this episode occur before or that after laugh. Ocean Gem? I cannot remember. Uh, before. This before. is before. Definitely. This was Wait, before. No, okay, no, Ocean yeah. Gem. This is after. Yes. This is after. It is. Okay, so yeah. yeah. It wasn't the first moment where like holy shit. There's oh, oh yeah, gem. Then I guess, yeah. It's that there's or, this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ocean Gem was mid-season. Because Lapis had this sense of like, um, like. She had this like air like, of like you could relate to her. I'm going home. Oh, she had you know this. What? She had this Actually, sense of like relation. Like you're like she. Yeah, she was kind of she was an asshole because she nearly killed Stephen and Connie and fought the gems. But you're like she's not like callous. Like she's she has her own set of issues and priorities, and she's just trying to get home. Well, the bit. Well, hold on. Let me let me jump on this. I don't mean to interrupt you, but yeah, um, Lapis was like. Um, Lapis was was is a really unique thing because she was kind of lost in time and she knows as much as we know about the yeah gems, exactly right so she represents the fact there are other gems but what Paradox represents is culture and civilization for yes. those gems yeah and that's what fucking blast the door wide goddamn like, open it's yeah it's like it's not everything yeah because Lapis was from the past this gem is now this gem is not lost in time she knows what the fuck she was doing because those things the robinoids came down specifically to make sure she got there so like holy exactly. shit this was coordinated exactly. and this is she is operating from the the gems like she has orders that she's following who's mm-hmm. giving her those orders i don't know who is Let's, the evil space geez. giraffe who is the evil <laughs> space giraffe <laughs> why is that this such a who is turning person? all our babies into scotsman <laughs> what what it's a Monty Python reference. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that one. And fucking, like, but it was like, like, this was like a big deal because this happened very shortly after, like, Ocean Gem did. I don't remember how many episodes. We'll, it's like eight. We'll, yeah, maybe. eight or something. So, like, or people are like, holy shit, Lapis. And then, like, a couple weeks go by, and then this happens. And they're like, fuck, this means that Lapis yeah, and I this thing that, are correlated. That, like, I think that that sort of like snowballing effect really helped Lita, and not that it needed any help, but fucking uh, uh, prison break. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that jailbreak. Jailbreak. Sorry, I was thinking of that shitty TV You're show. You're just wrong about everything today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wrong is just what I aim for. But um, I think that that the like sequence sequences of like the oh, boom, 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 and then there's like a little bit of quiet, and then boom, you know, all this the fucking shit happens. And then, right, and then very even <laughs> shortly after that, we get a uh, Marble Madness, which have we fucking done that episode? I don't think we've done that episode either. We should know. do that one next week. We should. Along we'll with our fucking... Powerpuff Girls special. Let's, you know what? It, what uh, you know, I'm just going to say it. I've lost all interest in the new Powerpuff Girls series. Let's not do, especially because we've done so many fucking specials that still have not been released. Like, my birthday was three months ago. We recorded a Justice League episode. We still haven't done it's that? It's still not released. Whoa. And what like, happened there? We brought on I get, a new editor who yeah. like failed us abjectly. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah. He was not so, great. Yeah. 
I mean, and I guess it'll go back to me and Dylan because I've actually started working my schedule a bit better and I can actually start getting back to editing the episodes again. Cool. And you know, I think that that was really, uh, was, it was maybe not the best result, but a good result to just give you some time to like take a step back and like realign stuff. Yeah. 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 That's accumulated in your beard, out of your beard over like <laughs> finally got years. Home it once in a while. <laughs> Raise the bird. Just, there was look, there was a bird skeleton. There were some pogs. Um, there Alf were, is back. A small in civilization form. Form. There, there was I like was a worshipped as a bracelet. god. Does anybody remember fucking those? Um, He's got a funny, a, he a funny no, band. Not only that, he has a, a Livestrong bracelet and a slap bracelet. Oh um, god, slap bracelets! All right, uh, so, the crazy bands were in there. You know. Speaking of slap bracelets, I need to get back to watching Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt season two. Oh, that's good. that's good. Uh, um, so let's, uh, do some final, final thoughts. thoughts. Max. Oh, a realization I had that I want to share. Yes. My final thought. Yes. So like, what if, here's something horrible about being Garnet. <sighs> Garnet sees all possible futures, including a future where like Steven, that adorable little boy who she's helped raise and loves dearly and is like her entire world potentially turns into like evil warlords and slays all of them and garnet has to live with the possibility that one day maybe to save the greater good she might have to kill steven now i, w I have a quick question and oh, this is yes. there's no answer for this yes uh, when she says she has a vision of all possibilities that means she can see every single does that mean there's infinite possibilities? I think it's like Probably. Professor like Xavier where she, seven. I think it's Professor Xavier where she kind of tunes out all the noise that she can hear and is able to focus on like the ones that are relevant to the situation at hand. Most likely, yeah. Because if you were seeing all possibilities at all fucking times, which is kind of what well, Sapphire doesn't see all possibilities. She sees the definition of Sapphire didn't see Ruby Tail. Well, but that's that, yeah, but that, that's just what happened. Yeah, this is what happened. It should yeah. see that coming because <laughs> I'm sorry, Ruby I, was like I retract my hey <laughs> because Ruby turned into Kamina in that episode, and it was like fuck you, fate and destiny. I'm changing shit. And but yeah, like this is the square that will pierce the heavens. Is the, the I am the what, what was what was her quote from uh, Keystone Motel? I am the uh, angry baby or something. Uh. This, I'm, the I'm flame an eternal baby. flame baby. I'm an eternal flame baby. The eternal <laughs> flame baby that pierces the heavens. <laughs> that burns That's it. the heavens. But yeah. Okay. There it final is. final thoughts for me. Yeah. Uh, this episode is really great. It it's got fucking Stephen like character development where Stephen embraces death and has to deal with pollen, which speaks to me on like a personal level, and. It made this up we're watching this episode and doing this episode made me realize we need fucking steven universe macaroni and paradox got introduced which is a big fucking deal so this is not yeah. a, a final thought this is just a recap of things we've talked about <laughs> no i'm yeah for the the tldr of the podcast <laughs> those yeah. are my final the tldl he didn't my even mention my amazing are... meatball sub story god <laughs> <laughs> or my amazing julia louise dreyfus on the, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> no but i think this episode is that one got a fucking like huge auditorium. Oh my god, our audience loved right? it. <laughs> but okay, actual we performed, final thoughts, uh, like we performed the Ringo Zone in a uh, an auditorium that was formerly used for vivisection. Yeah, it's still used for vivisection. It's happening right next to us, actually. <laughs> We're podcasting. They're performing the it on Evan right now. God, 
Evan, get the knives out of your body. Come on. I can't help it. I want to use the weird scissors on my torso. God. God bless you. You can just, like, all the doctors are staring down at us in that weird, like, circular auditor auditorium. They all have We're, big glasses. And, all right, and Evan, masks. while they're cutting I'm off laying your on dick, my back give us on your the final thoughts. Oh, all right. Stop. Final thoughts, Evan? Did he die? Oh, yeah. I need to give my final thoughts before yeah. I, uh, Purge a knife into my jugular. Um, <laughs> do what? The, okay. Did you kill yourself and unkill so yourself to really give us your final thoughts? I think story wise, pacing wise, this is everything. This is the standard for a Steven Universe because it, mm, it it's a little light on the humor for what well, I call the standard. Okay, that's a good point. I think if the macaroni stuff had landed, you definitely would not say that. Well, the macaroni stuff has too many Do you hear inaccuracies that? to land. Sure, I agree. I agree. I'm saying, I'm saying that I think intentionally there should have been some humor. But um, I think it just in the fact that it's character driven, uh, there is a a, story, a good concise story told in 15 minutes. But uh, that story is also part of a larger narrative. Yeah. yeah. Also, the animation is bananas. Yeah. The like uh, who did this episode again? It was who and who. Paul Raven. and Raven, which weren't aren't huge parts of the team anymore, are they? I don't know. I don't think they are. Yeah, Dylan's, they Dylan's are. out here. He's usually and, a, he's like, the one when that I knows fucking that. Move out to California later this year. I'm just gonna start carrying around a box of macaroni and cheese with me. And if I run into <laughs> them, I'll be like, hey, I need to talk with you about something. Now, <laughs> a for an example, chat. take a look. Just have a, a six. A, just just like have a like six some foot, guys with guns just pointed like, at them, and like you're not going happen, anywhere until they, we no, have to. No, they just out. happen to be walking together down the street, and a six foot Jew shoving macaroni. His mouth comes out. I need to talk. Listen about my back. You're like a Jehovah's witness but with back Jesus, <laughs> Jesus of the Lord. Rex's witness <laughs> like every time I imagine Max doing something I have to proceed it with a six foot Jew comes six flying towards me yeah six foot wait, four Jew six foot comes four. barreling towards you <laughs> and he's probably angry about pounds. something he's just double fisting boxes of mac and cheese in his big meaty paws and he's just charging at you like he's Zangief in Street Fighter. <laughs> okay, that's enough. Thanks for listening to the Rico Sound. <laughs> <laughs>